0: Clovercrest Media Group presents a CMG podcast. Keys yeah. to the City.
1: Keys to the City,
2: baby. When well, you see us so you know. I'm crossed you really up by Kobe. we'll float in Shaq, and, and then, making, then Shaq goes like you know, this, and, and the rest and is history. Podcasting pay pay attention, attention, don't tell me what to do, devil I woman. Saying, saying, but Speaking I of those ladies. But I, but I, hold on, it's fun. fun. But I didn't make credit. I didn't make me. I said Denver's gonna win. Yeah, you did, you said that. Yeah, There's no other show like that.
0: Clovercrest is doing great things right now.
3: Streaming everywhere. Apps
0: can do a lot of cool things. You could order dinner, gamble on your favorite team, and track your health. You could even get a mortgage. One click and you can be approved. I'm not sure by who or what country they're in. You deserve more from the mortgage industry. At AnyMac Home Mortgage, we believe in the need for live human interaction during a very complex process. The kind of service and guidance which an app simply can't provide. Our customers are more than credit scores and income documents. They're individuals and families who live in and strengthen our communities. Their story is our story. And that story begins in a home. Visit chrissawyerannie maccom Email him at csawyer any-Mac.com or give him a call. 860-878-8730. Chris Sawyer, NMLS number 39345. Corporate NMLS number 338923. Mac Home Mortgage is Equal Housing Lender. American Neighborhood Mortgage Acceptance Company, LLC. DBA, Mac Home Mortgage. lo Act. Direct. Connecticut First Mortgage Correspondent. License Lender Broker Number ML 338923. Massachusetts Mortgage Lender and Mortgage Broker License Number MC 338923. Rhode Island License Lender. License Number 20112810. i call for additional details.
2: Throwing jabs, always full send. Here we go again. Jared, Joe, and Jays, Crest, Top three corner man, punching in. With a puncher's chance, we find a way to win. The main event, locked it in. Every Saturday at 10, the overhand is out of hand. When it comes to fisticuffs, Slot a hand on the undercard, you'll never see the punch Uppercut, got you missing wave. feet are stepping late Keep your guard up feeling faint from a faint Take a standing aid, then retaliate Put up your duke, stick and move, bob and weave Don't lose hope against the ropes, there's always an escape Never stay down, one more round, bells ringing Counter punch with your chin tucked, and go down swinging We in crosses with no worship Hooks with no verses, combinations with no locks When you feel the flurry as curtains From scrub scraps to fight stats, relax if you want the facts Cause the best combat podcast is throwing jabs
1: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Throwing Jabs, big UFC pay-per-view tonight, big middleweight main event. We're talking all about the middleweights today. We also got a big, uh, an interesting who you got as far as middleweight UFC fights. But sticking in the UFC middleweight division, let's recap last week's fight. Sean Strickland takes the nod in the split decision uh, against Jack Hermanson. Joe, what would you think of the fight? Uh,
0: Great fight. Uh, uh, Sean Strickland, uh, it really is good. And this is what I thought was going to happen. Curious, one of those judges uh, definitely was watching something different. And I got to listen. I like Jack Hermanson. I thought Jack Hermanson fought a really good fight. But it was clear that, I I mean, I, I honestly thought Strickland won all of the rounds. You know, I thought throwing Hermanson one was kind. I mean, he certainly put the work, I think he got worked outworked all five rounds. Um, but to see somebody really think that he won this fight convincingly, I I I can't imagine a scenario where you watch that fight and, and you would possibly walk away and be like, Oh, oh, Hermanson blew him out. Not even close. Uh, but th- this is what Strickland does. You know, he talked a lot about after the fight that this wasn't something he was super proud of, kind of a lackluster performance. He was kind of more in there to not get beat than he was to win, and that's unfortunately what you have to do sometimes, and I think that was kind of the game plan that he took, and just to me, handily won this fight.
3: Yeah, Yeah. look good tomorrow, win today, right? Yeah. But the problem with that, with this guy in particular is I didn't care beforehand when I said that and I didn't really care during because of what you just outlined and I don't really care now. Um, no disrespect to these fighters. I know they work hard. I know they're professional. They're just not the guys. This isn't main event material for me. These aren't the guys. It's you know, if one of us knew one of these guys personally, fine, let's talk about it. <laughs> but I just, I, it's it's hard for me to care about this. I'm, I apologize, Strickland and Hermanson, but that's where you are in your career. <laughs> it's hard for me to care about.
1: No, yeah, you're right. But I, honestly, I could see Sean Strickland put together like a, a Leon Edwards-esque run here. Like, just going off and no one really notices it. No one really understands. And he's trying to get a title fight, probably deserves a title fight. But, uh, I mean, w- with how uh, just the revolving door at the top of the middleweight division seems right now, having a guy like Strickland just come in, take a loss from Izzy or, or Whitaker, who knows? We'll get to that later. But uh, maybe, maybe that would be something interesting, you know? But He didn't do anything To make
0: you think Let's get this guy in a ring with Izzy Like you didn't feel that way at all He didn't do And, and the same thing with Jack Kermanson Who's been a Sean Strickland type For the last four or five years Where again yeah, it's like Maybe he'll do something cool in one of these fights and, and he'll have earned a shot at the title And then you get something like What we saw last Saturday night which was again Strickland just kind of playing it safe, and Hermanson uh, to me as usual just not having enough tools in his arsenal to do anything about it.
3: So, so currently six and seven Strickland and Hermanson they swapped after the fight. Um, Paulo Costa, Derek Brunson, Jared Cannonier, Marvin Vittori, Robert Whitaker, Israel Adesanya are the six guys above them. Do the Hermannian? Hermanson or Strickland beat any of those guys ever? Costa, Brunson, Cannoneer, Vittori, Whitaker, Adesanya. The answer is no. I don't care. (laughs) These guys, this is not it. These guys are outside the top six. They're seven and eight. They're ranked right where they belong. And the UFC got it right when they had them at seven and eight and Strickland beat Hermanson. And they switched them. Perfect. That's exactly because none of those guys should jump up or down anywhere. That's right where they belong, and they're not going anywhere because they can't beat any of those guys ranked ahead of them.
0: Yeah. yeah. Right yeah. there. Yeah. Obviously, listen, right? Yeah. Izzy's cleaned this division out, and the only reason uh, Strickland is is under consideration here is he beating everybody else. I guess Strickland, you know... Literally, I mean, I think that's what you're working your way towards is just being the next guy to get beat up by Adesanya. That's that's tough. Because, again, look, we're going to talk about the fight tonight, obviously. And, uh, you know, I think this is another one of those where one and two are so much better right now than everybody else in the division. But I still feel like the gap between one and two is too big.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, yeah. Honestly, I, I think the UFC, we'll get to it a little bit. We'll get to it later. But UFC might even be like hoping that Whitaker wins just to get like a trilogy, make a little bit more money out of this fight. If, if I'm the UFC, yeah. yeah.
3: Is he kicks everybody's butt and goes up and loses? and that, And if he sits right there for the rest of the time, he's active. That's boring. Yes, they're hoping Whitaker can win and bring some excitement to this division because it's not there. You got one guy who kicks everybody's butt. That's not fifteen, twenty pounds bigger than him. It's well, I, shit right there. <laughs> I don't want
0: to. I don't want to ruin this, but let's say these guys fight tonight, and let's say it's super, super close. It, it's a three-two. There's knockdowns. There's takedowns. It's a close fight. Do they run it back?
3: No. Or does he move on to somebody like Strickland? Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: yes. It is.
3: Floyd looking for his Canela This is the whole division's cleaned out, and who's next? And I don't think I should still be risking it in my mid thirties. That's what. That's what. They, I beat everybody. Is there anybody out there who's ranked 14th and undefeated? So that I can beat them, so people can think maybe. So that in Vegas, when they set the lines, they can think ah, oh, maybe, because that's not what I'm thinking. Izzy's just gonna beat all of these guys. Now okay.
0: let's say let's say Whitaker wins a close one tonight. Then you let's... run it
3: back, but that's that's a stretch for me though. That 285 is not big enough, dude. Izzy wins this fight. Yeah.
1: All right, well, we'll see. We'll get to that, but going from. Like you said, an unexciting middleweight fight. Let's talk about the most exciting, the best, the greatest middleweight fights in UFC history. Who you got? Mount Rushmore. What four fights are you putting on that? I'll start with you, Jared, this time around.
3: Uh, Number five. You know what? No. Oh, wait. I have honorable mention Scott Smith versus Pete Sell. I mentioned this fight a few weeks ago. Pete Sell got a rib broken and ran over in the corner holding his, have you guys seen? Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And And then he uncorked a shot that just put Drago out. One, it's one of the greatest finishes to a fight that I've ever seen. It's it's Castillo Corrales-esque at the end of the fight. Pete Sell, Scott Smith. That's the honorable mention. The other four: are Anderson Silva. You pick.
1: <laughs>
3: Anderson Silva is what I have written down, and Scott Smith versus Pete Sell as an honorable mention. Yeah. Now, you guys go ahead and give me your Mount Rushmore, and if it's not littered with Anderson Silva fights that I haven't brought up because I just wrote Anderson Silva, then you don't belong on a fighting podcast.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you're right. You got to have the middleweight goat. Adam, Joe, what you got? Uh, Listen, first of all, let's
0: be clear about something. There's four faces on Mount Rushmore, so let's start there, tough guy. <laughs> um, so let's us know that there's four fights we're picking from. Uh, Georges St Pierre, Matt Sarah is the greatest welterweight oh, okay. fight, uh, middleweight fight uh, ever. Wait, what are we doing? Uh, did I did I? That's welterweight. We're I picked welterweight you. fights. Where did? Why did I think we were doing welterweights? We're doing middleweights, aren't we?
3: He's like, I don't have Anderson Silva. Oh, wait. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I did a, I
0: I have a whole list of welterweight fights. Don't ask me why cuz uh all we are talking about is middleweights. Don't don't ask me how I read this as welterweight.
1: Guys, well, let's so him. Wanna hear him. I want
3: to hear him. Since Joe didn't follow the directions for the assignment,
1: <laughs> yeah, I'll do mine and then Joe, we can hear your welterweight one. I I got um honorable mention for me whitaker romero one that that was just that was monstrous and that i mean to set up for shevchenko nunez that was a great great card but uh and then uh okay so then on to the actual list anderson silva versus chael Sonnen. uh i mean really the toughest task prime anderson silva had he, he was getting beat up and, and then just pulled that triangle out of nowhere and uh, was able to get it done. And, I mean, th- that's just why he's the GOAT. That's why he's the greatest. Uh, he, he's up there in just the greatest UFC fighters of all time. But he's definitely the greatest middleweight. Uh, this is the other Anderson Silva fight I got. I got I got Anderson Silva versus Adesanya. I know it wasn't necessarily the greatest fight. But I mean, that is—that's the Tom Brady versus Patrick Mahomes. That's the goat versus the baby goat.
3: Passing of the torch. Yeah. Yeah,
1: and I think years down the line, we're gonna look back and realize we didn't necessarily appreciate that fight for what it was. Mm. So yeah, I think if you're talking about the greatest middleweight uh, fights of all time, I think you gotta put that on there just because of like the passing of the torch factor. And then, like uh, my pick Jace. Thanks, buddy. It's a JC pick, but I yeah. really like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. And then, uh, uh, from that fight, Adasanya versus Gaslam, uh, for, for the interim belt like that was just war. That was just made. Then, toys. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Adesanya's face after that, so swollen. And it, it's crazy to think that he won but i mean he, and then the knockdowns at the end it was just that was just a great great fight just to watch and i, I love just going back and watching that fight because it's just so amazing and then i michael bisping versus gsp i i i, I the like purist in me i i hate that fight because GSP didn't necessarily deserve it. What, uh, Bisping got the belt and sort of like just – I mean, I'm not going to hate on him for getting the big money fight, but still, that wasn't a fight that needed to be made. I would have loved to see Bisping versus Whitaker and Whitaker get the belt that way. But, I, I mean, for what – I mean, it was still a great fight. It was nice to see GSP come back. And uh, and the last time him – both of those guys – being or no – GSP did come back and get knocked out by some so yeah. So, uh, yeah, the last time GSP was in the ring, but uh, yeah. So that's it. And Joe, what uh, what are your welterweight fights?
0: Well, I'll get to that in a minute. First, a couple things. Number one, yeah, uh, uh, just on Strickland. You notice Strickland also didn't talk at all during that fight until the last like eight seconds. Suddenly, he became a big tough guy and had a lot to say. That was the other thing that uh, I mean, if he wasn't going to fight, I mean, at least talk. That would have been made that uh, much more entertaining fight. Yeah, guys, all they right.
3: hear that ten second, they run the whole fight. They hear that ten second ticker, and they draw a line in the center. They come stand right. Yeah, in. my oh, like, right
0: All right, here. buddy, like, calm down. On. If you come didn't, on. if you didn't do that in the third and fourth round, you don't that do it at the end of the shot, fight.
3: Bro. How about a bunch of layups on the way there?
0: Yeah. <laughs> um... So I actually uh, was talking about that fight that you were just mentioning, Jace, um, between uh, St. Pierre and Bisbing. Yeah. Uh, it's one of my favorite fights of all time. I, I also love, uh, as far as middle of it, Silva versus Chael Sonnen. Um, I hate Chael Sonnen. I always have At the time. I didn't like Anderson Silva. So that was kind of interesting. Uh, Henderson, Bisbing is another great fight uh one of my all time favorites and I think just for the just for the simplicity of it, Anderson Silva and the front kick to Vanderlei silva's face uh is something awesome. I've seen so many times uh over the years that that certainly uh has to qualify to me as just because of the ease with which he beat him uh and with the simple move that he used to do that. And if I was to do an honorable mention, it would be uh, one of the fights involving Whitaker and Romero. Pick whichever one you want. Those are awesome.
1: Yeah. Yeah, they were. I mean, yeah, I I, 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 I had the first one on my on oh, my Esma moment. But even the second one, Whitaker, like, messed up his arm and was still, like, just throwing it the whole time. Yeah, it was wild. So many good fights.
3: Hagler Hearns, too. Honorable mention. I don't. I don't care that it's not UFC. One of the best middleweight UFC yeah. fights ever. Hagler Hearns. I don't care. <laughs> I
1: say like what I want. <laughs> yeah. All right, but uh, I Maybe we will have tonight a contender to be on this Mount Rushmore. Who knows? But uh, we'll, we will talk about. We'll get into break it down even more. We broke it down a little bit, but we'll get into that. Get our picks right after
0: this message from one of our sponsors do you have a 401k and some savings for future retirement but don't even know if it's enough to live off of how much is enough how often are you thinking about it the team at jpex financial group can help set your mind at ease we specialize in creating strategies in the planning and managing of your financial educational and investment needs we help clients pursue their investment goals with sound financial strategies Securities offered through Raymond James Financial Services, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Raymond James Financial Services Advisors, Inc. JPEX Financial Group, LLC, is not a registered broker-dealer and is independent of Raymond James Financial Services. JPEX Financial Group is located at 78 Eastern Boulevard, Glastonbury, Connecticut. Coming up Saturday night, UFC middleweight champion Israel Adesanya faces number one contender and former champion Robert Whitaker in the main event at UFC 271. Let's break it down. Robert Whitaker is 31 years old. He's 5'11 with a 73-inch reach and a record of 23-5 with nine knockouts and five submissions. Born in New Zealand and raised in Australia, Whitaker began training in karate at age 7, attaining his black belt at 15, and then switched to MMA, beginning his professional career in 2008 with a first-round knockout. He got off to a solid start, going 11-2 with all of his wins coming by stoppage, but he then lost the decision to Court McGee and was then knocked out in his next fight by Wonderboy Thompson. He then went on a seven-fight winning streak, including a decision over Uriah Hall and knockouts of Brad Tavares, Derek Brunson, and Jacare Sousa. This put him in line to fight UL Romero for the interim middleweight title, with Whitaker defeating Romero via unanimous decision. After sitting out the rest of the year due to a knee injury and a staph infection, he returned to defend his title against Romero, winning the entire Fight of the Night bonus of $100,000 as Romero failed to make weight. He was scheduled to defend his belt against Kevin Gastelum, but had to pull out hours before the fight due to a hernia. He returned in October of 2019, taking on number one contender Israel Adesanya, and despite putting up a solid performance in round one, he was ultimately dethroned getting nailed by a counter-left hook in the middle of throwing a flurry. He bounced back in 2020, winning a pair of dominant decisions over top contenders Darren Till and Jared Kananir to put himself back in the number one spot, and on April 17, 2021, put on an impressive one-sided beatdown of Kevin Gastelum to put himself into title contention. The current number 14 pound-for-pound fighter in the UFC, Whitaker has some of the cleanest boxing skills in MMA, using a wide variety of feints to set up his power shots, and he also possesses underrated wrestling abilities and an excellent career that's been hampered by constant injuries. Israel Adesanya is 32 years old. He's 6'4", with an 80-inch reach and a record of 21-1 with 15 knockouts. Born in Lagos, Nigeria, he moved to New Zealand at the age of 10 and at 18 took up kickboxing, where he amassed an amateur record of 32-0. Soon he began training at Kick City Boxing alongside Dan Hooker and Alexander Volkanovsky and started competing in both professional boxing and kickboxing, compiling records of 5-1 in 75-5, respectively. He turned pro in MMA in 2012 with a first-round knockout, and after winning his first 11 fights by stoppage, he retired from kickboxing after being brutally knocked out by Alex Pereira. He made his UFC debut in 2017, knocking out Rob Wilkinson with a barrage of knees and punches, and three months later, engaged in a close brawl with Marvin Vittori coming away with a split decision. Later that year, he knocked out Derek Brunson with a left hook and followed that up with a dominant win over UFC legend Anderson Silva. On April 13, 2019, he fought Kevin Gastelum, winning the interim middleweight title after a savage back-and-forth slugfest. And seven months later, unified the title, knocking out Robert Whitaker with a brutal left counter hook in round two. After a convincing decision over UL Romero, he blew out number one contender Paulo Costa controlling the distance with his jab and leg kicks and stopping him with a vicious grounded pound. On March 6, 2021, he stepped up to light heavyweight, but despite being the heavy favorite, he was completely dominated by champion Jan Blachowicz, getting outstruck and taken down multiple times en route to a unanimous decision loss. He bounced back three months later with a convincing one-sided unanimous decision over longtime rival Marvin Vittori. An exceptionally agile counter-striker The Last Stylebender has an excellent stand-up game, setting up his opponents with feints and overwhelming them with a versatile array of strikes from all angles. Will the wrestling skills and power shots of Whitaker be able to show that their last encounter was a fluke? Or will the versatility and technical brilliance of Adesanya carry the day as he continues to demonstrate that he's among the very best in the sport? Tune in Saturday night to UFC 271 and let's find out.
1: Big shout out to the we Sand making a little appearance at the end. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Love that. But, all right. Joe, I mean, we we talked a lot about it. You you even said before the show you're kind of on the fence. You're thinking both ways can play out. What are you going with?
0: Listen, I am a big fan of Robert Whitaker. I love this guy, and we've talked about this a lot, Jared. I mean, I think if you take the guys that are two on down, I think Whitaker, and he pretty much for the most part has, his loss to Israel Adesanya in 2019, uh, his last loss before that was in 2014. Robert Whitaker doesn't lose fights. Robert Whitaker beats the bejesus out of anybody he gets into a ring with. We've talked about this a million times with guys like Kevin Gastelum and Paul Costa and uh, Marvin Vittori. You, you can't stand in the pocket with Israel out of Sonia. He's a lethal striker. Now, Robert Whitaker is uh, one of the best strikers in UFC history. If he's going to try to stand there and throw hands for five rounds with Israel out of Sonia, this will end early. Adesanya is not a guy that gets knocked out. That height advantage and the reach advantage is pretty staggering here. So Robert whitaker has got to do the things that Robert Whitaker does, uh, and it's going to be some boxing, and it's it's gonna, he's going to mix in some uh, some takedowns, and he's going to do some wrestling. Uh, he's going to have to do that. He's going to. We've seen when when you take Israel Adesanya down, Asplahovitch, that's Vittoria in the first fight. Look at Gastelum. If if you don't just stand there and let this guy absolutely destroy you, you've got a fighting chance. The guys that just think they're going to stand there without Adesanya and 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 it's never going to work. It's not going to work for anybody. So my my thing is Adesanya all week is has been uh, uh, just rude and 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 not fun. He's, he's turning into a, a villain for some reason. I, I don't know if him and Kamra Usman got together and decided within Ganu they're just going to be dicks or whatever. I, I don't like it. I, wanna, I liked all these guys, and now they've slowly become unlikable, and I, I, I can't for the life of me figure out why. Now, that said... You him, Joe. <laughs> I just... I would love to see Robert Whitaker fight a Robert Whitaker fight, not get lulled into the smack talk of this week. Adesanya's basically explained that uh, Whitaker's good, but still not good enough, doesn't really belong there, blah, blah, blah. And Whitaker, uh, being the guy that he is, just sort of, hey, excited to be here. I want to see how much I've improved since our last fight. Um, I think it's a lot. Adesanya admitted it's probably a lot. I think it could be enough, but again, my fear is this guy just plants himself in there uh, and decides they're going to get into an exchange, and if they do uh it'll end it'll end poorly for him.
3: Oh, absolutely. so who's your who's your pick?
0: um yeah, I'm taking Adesanya, okay. um I'll say <laughs> stoppage before round three.
3: I totally agree. I'm in hundred percent agreement. I got Adesanya here, um, and we were talking a little bit about uh, before the show and uh, how I feel kind of um, relatable with Adesanya, and it's not just the uh, the bullying and the abandonment and the the trauma. Um, it's also that I'm just under five foot ten. I'm about one hundred and fifty pounds, and my reach is almost six four. So that from the right distance, I'm a really, really tough guy to fight. Um, schematically, that's that's Adesanya all day, and his twitch reflexes are ne- are next level. Something I totally can't relate to is that, uh, and that's why I really like that uh, that Mount Rushmore pick of. Silva and Adasanya has to go on there just because they fought. And that was the, the, the guard, you know? Um, so I really like that. And Adesanya, I think he's next level. I think if you're not a light heavyweight, you're not beating Otasanya. This is Roy Jones moving up to heavyweight and beating John Ruiz. And then having, like, the best heavyweights in the game are too big for Roy, no matter how much weight he puts on. Um, but that's what you had there. And he was in the prime of his career and went back down. Ward, Andre Ward, should have went up to fight Dawson. Dawson came down. Ward beat him. Um, Adesanya, I don't see him losing at this weight
1: class. Yeah. I, I mean, he, he talk about his length and his build, but he's also got the technical he, – he, he's a beast. Technically, as well.
3: Oh, a lot of things I don't have. Yeah. <laughs> to be, to be, you know, just to squirt yeah. that out.
1: Yeah, but uh, I mean, Adesanya, he is the best striker in the UFC today. Uh, and I, I, I mean, Whitaker's great. I love Whitaker too. And he's just a cool guy. Everything. Every time I hear him talk, is very interesting. He's, been, he's an awesome guy. But and and he's he's a badass too. Like like I mentioned earlier with the Yoel Romero fight, like he broke his wrist and he was still like throwing it and stuff throughout the fight, and he got like a knockdown. So it's wild. He's a tough guy. He's awesome. But Adesanya is just like I said. He's he's the baby goat. This is
0: this is going to come down to skill level and, and who's better because this is the top two guys in the middleweight division, and it's a clear one two here. Like there's not even an argument for who who could replace Whitaker at two. Okay, that that that's how convincing uh, these two are over everybody else, and the idea that that he. That's probably doesn't have a, ch- well, exactly. Yeah. Another one of my, uh, one of my favorite guys, uh, who happens to be parked right behind an all time. Great. Absolutely. A hundred percent. I, 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 I often think of these two guys in, in tandem Whitaker and Holloway just for that reason. And I do I'm a big fan of both of those guys. I love the way they go out there and fight. I love the way they mix it up. I love the way that, uh, I just love their grit and 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 the way that they fight, uh, and the fact that those guys will eat punches all day and just keep throwing them back, which again brings me back to my initial point. I just think Whitaker's gonna want to do it the way a lot of these guys think, Jared. Where it's not enough for me to get him down and 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 put him in a rear naked choke. I have to knock out Asanya out, and yeah. much like Holloway. Whitaker prides himself on the boxing skills, and my fear is you're going to rely on that too much, and that's going to get you caught, and it's going to be a problem because the other guy's striking—not his boxing, but his striking—it's a little bit better than yours.
3: Well, You could get clipped here. I mean, they're fighting, but um, I just—I just made a correlation here, Joe. You know what you sound like when you talk talk about uh this guy and uh Holloway. Is a joe frazier fan you ever met a real joe frazier fan because if it wasn't for that other guy we'd all be talking about hands down the greatest heavyweight fighter of all time smoking joe frazier if it wasn't for that other guy
0: (laughs) don't forget if
3: you're scoring at home
0: (laughs) joe frazier Punched me in the face once So I 100% am down for that I agree with that And I can tell you Even in his 60s uh, He still had
1: a hell of a left jab <laughs> uh, That's great That's great All right. I mean it's going to be the, the, I'm excited for this fight It's going to be I, it, I, 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 I This idea popped into my head I want to float it out there for you guys Whitaker, he came up from welterweight. You say he can't beat Adesanya. Say he gets knocked out again. Could that possibly be an avenue for him going back down to welterweight? Didn't he miss weight? Uh, didn't he miss welterweight? I feel like he struggled
3: to make that, and that's why he came up. We had a, I can't remember who it was, but we had a situation like this a couple of weeks ago where it's like you can't make weight, you can't make weight, you can't make weight, you come up. And then you lose to like a, ah, borderline top tier guy, you can't, you're not UFC material anymore. Yeah, no. The answer is no, that's not really an avenue. He can't beat this guy and fight Strickland. See if you can get the Strickland fight before Izzy does. There's not, there's not much to to do for him. Yeah, it's Izzy. You know, you're right. I bring up the welterweight with a boxing glove. This is is a great take. Yeah. Adesanya could always get clipped. They're fighting a fight. He's been knocked out once before. Yeah. With a boxing glove.
0: Yeah. You know, but again, that said, listen, you know, he's a bigger glove. Yeah. Listen, he's a hard guy to hit because of his length, because of his speed, because of, uh, again, based on being a kickboxer. Right. That's a big thing in kickboxing is to not get hit. Uh, this sport's a little bit different from boxing where, I mean, nobody in the UFC fights to not get hit. You don't, you don't see the old Philly shell in this sport. You know what I mean? Like, well, can. like no, Josh nobody. like a Nobody does F- it, Jace. G- nobody does it. This is a yeah, sport where Oscheck, you, be you. you stop. You're going to tell me two guys. You're, you're just making my point for me. <laughs> it's not a style on the UFC. It's you're going to get hit in this sport. You're going to get hit. That's my only point. And so, again, every single fight we talk about, there's always a chance the other guy or gal is going to knock that person out. It, it only takes one. It only ta- – I mean, I, the, the Stipe Doom fight always – that's got to be one of the all-time – like, don't chase people around the ring because if they stick their fist out and you run into it, you're done. Ooh, Eric, so you,
3: you, knock you, down.
0: Back to – you have to fight controlled. You have to be smart about this. This isn't just, again, uh, Blahovitz rushing in on, on, uh, on Santos. Knocked out. I didn't know you can't that. run into people's punches. You know oh, my all-time no, favorite, Czech Congo, Pat Barry. It runs across the ring. The guy's on the ropes. You know, three times he almost finished him. Runs into a, an uppercut and he's out. That's what this sport is, Right. Uh, Curtis Blades looked good against uh, was it? Rosenstrike or, or who did he fight last? When he wa- was it Lewis? And he walked into the uppercut, and he was very specific. Like, I'm not getting hit with that uppercut, right, and he's gonna go in and 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 take him down. He got it anyway. That's what this sport is, Jace. That's why there's always a one percent chance you might be right on any of these fight predictions, because yes, you know. It, it wasn't going to happen, but could someone have slipped Ronda Rousey going for an arm bar when she was on that rampage? Sure. Did it come close to happening? No. Um, just speaks to how good she was. But, again, it's always the possibility someone's going to get knocked out. If you go in there and you think, I'm going to try to slip out of Sonya somehow in these, in these five rounds, and that's your strategy, you're probably getting beaten up a lot. Especially again based on the height and, and the reach advantage. It means you have to be close. Cause if you're gonna slip him, you gotta be in the pocket. And if you're in the pocket, you're getting beat up by him. You see the problem here? So yeah. it, it it's hard to knock him out because it's you can't be standing that close to him and think you're he's very good. That's the problem. I love Robert Whitaker in my heart. I believe Robert Whitaker can and will win the fight tonight, but I'm on a show and I have to be back here next week to explain myself. (laughs) So I'm going to tell you, I believe Israel Adesanya is the better fighter. He's a hard guy to knock out. If Robert Whitaker doesn't plan on wrestling this dude, then I hate to say it. And I told my daughter this yesterday because she asked me who I thought was going to win. I told her Adesanya. She's like, you love Whitaker. I said, I want Whitaker to win. In my heart, I know he can do it. My fear is, based on everyone who fights Sonia, everybody wants to just right here. Me and you, big guy. And it's like, don't do that. Bad game plan. You're going to get knocked out. It already happened to him. Don't do it again. Yeah. I don't, and I, but I just don't see it. I think this goes an extra round, uh, and that's it.
3: Yeah, but I mean, is he going to win? Is a statement. Yeah. No,
0: that's
1: funny. Yes. yes. Yes, sir. I, I mean, yeah, there, there definitely is. I mean, Kelvin Gastelum was able to piece up Adesanya, but I, I understand that this is a completely different Adesanya. Than yeah, but again, dude, think about, went, about what Gastelum
0: did. Gastelum didn't stand in the pocket. And, and I mean, they did yeah. at times, but when he, and think about when Gastelum stood in the pocket with Adesanya. Those were the worst moments of the fight for him.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Don't be in the pocket for too long. I mean, listen, fact of the matter is, is you have to because it's a UFC fight, right? I mean, you have to you're at some point. My 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 thing is, is don't stay there for too long. You know, don't get caught up in the
3: moment You're like, yeah, this is great because that could change in a heartbeat. I said that a few weeks ago. With my reach and and stature, with my with my tail of the tape, if I'm ever on the inside trading punches, things have gone really, really, really bad for me. And uh, that's got to be what you're thinking here when you're when you're in that. Is as long as I'm, you know, far enough away not to get hit. Give him other things to think about. When you said think about what Gaslam did, that's it. He had to think about all those other things. It wasn't sitting in the pocket, and here comes the right hand and maybe a leg kick. It was a whole plethora of other things that he was doing that made him think that created opportunities to hit him in the pocket because you weren't just standing there trading in the pocket. And if that, that's got to be the plan here, but is he going to win? And think about that. I mean,
0: dude, when he got knocked out, Whitaker was in the midst of one of the best flurries of punches he threw in that fight. I mean, he was bop, bop, bop. Like I'm saying, I think in his mind for like a second, he was like, yeah, I got this. And then all of a
3: sudden, counter left and you're done. Watch carefully the Anthony Joshua, John Ruiz one fight. And you'll see that a half dozen times. Joshua's, ooh, I got him, I got him. And then as soon as you start letting your hands go, that's when you're susceptible. Don't do that. Watch my wife Erica's fight. Twice she got hit hard. Both times it was boom. Boom, boom! started feeling herself. Yeah. Whack! Oh, shit. Yeah, don't do that. And then backing up, backing up, backing up, walk into something. And that's got to be the plan is to just all different kinds of make him not know what you're going to do next. Because if he gets to stand there and make a plan of what he's going to do next, you might be uh, waking up, uh, you, you might find your consciousness over in your corner with your coach. Yep. <laughs> you've been separated yeah. you and your conscience haven't been getting along real well if you just don't like that you guys might end up getting separated
1: <laughs> yeah but uh I, I, I do think this fight would be cool to see a trilogy but yeah I think Adesanya is just Adesanya is just better it's just gonna get it done It's just gonna. I think it's close the book on Whitaker but uh all right Uh, I mean, it isn't just the Whitaker fight that's going on. KO John, uh, the fight is 10 o'clock EST. There you go. But, uh, all right. It, It isn't just Israel, Adesanya, Robert Whitaker. Let's get in to some of the other fights. Fight of the night. Joe, what you got?
0: Oh, dude, it's Derek Lewis and Ty Tuavasa. That is going to be, I wish they would put those two guys in one of those 30-foot cages, because that would be fun to watch. Just those two guys standing in the middle and just rock them, sock them until someone's head pops off. That would be awesome, you know? And then either someone throws a cup into the stands or drinks beer from a shoe. Uh, either way, it's going to be a great show. I'm super excited about this fight. Um, maybe, and I think it, it, I hope it doesn't end up being a snooze fest, which Derek Lewis can, can easily turn a fight into. I just don't think Tui Vasa will allow that. I don't, I don't see it. I think that guy's just going to go for it, you know? Um, but yeah, I think that might be a better fight than the main event or it's going to be an absolute dud.
3: Um,
1: it would be fun.
3: I gotta, I gotta do the anti-Joe pick here, plus three hundred on over two and a half. If we end up with that snooze fest, tack that plus three hundred to a couple other things for a buck, uh, because it could happen. Otherwise, that's gonna be lightning. It's
1: not gonna be a snooze fest. Real quick, I know there. It's the
0: co-main. Right. Does anybody oh, know? Are they up. going three or five? It's it's only three, not right. Yeah,
1: three.
0: Yeah, he likes that, Lewis.
1: Yeah,
3: yeah. I'd ta- I take and I take Lewis in the fight. I really like Lewis there, for sure. I really like Izzy in the main event. My fight of the night. I think it's going to be a good fight. Um, and I and I like it the way. I, uh, last week, I didn't realize Berrios was uh coming up in weight to fight Thurman. I didn't realize how much bigger Thurman was going to be as soon as I saw them and looked it up. I changed my pick to Thurman fast at the same size. That's a good fight. Maybe edge to Barrios. That was Thurman. It's the same thing. I'm feeling here with John Ryder and Danny Jacobs, not because he's bigger, just a better, more athletic, better fighter. Daniel Jacobs beats John Ryder and you're getting real close money there. at 160. So, Dan Jacobs, fight of the night. Spoiler alert. Go ahead, Chase.
1: All right, yeah. All right, um, but uh, uh, this is another gimme fight for Lewis. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you're not wrong, but I mean, Ty Greg Tui Hardy Tui thought is he had a gimme fight too. Yeah, uh, Tuivas uh. Tui is Wild, the first ever heavyweight. To knock someone out with a flying knee, I think. Yeah, I think this is gonna be. Uh, I, I like the under in that fight. This, you know what it is, is gonna be the he's fight. Not, I think it's gonna be a listen. Brawl. Everybody loves Cyril
0: God because he's sexy, right? He he's big, he's strong, he's fast, he's athletic, right? He just he looks like one of the greatest fighting machines on the planet. And then you look at Tui Vasa and you're like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> But you're right, Jace. I mean... Look at Daniel this guy, Cormier. He's, yeah, well, again, Daniel Cormier, the
3: fattest light heavyweight I've ever seen Nelson. in my life. Robert Nelson. Yeah. Uh, Robert Nelson's my friend's name. Uh,
1: Roy, Roy Nelson. Nelson?
3: Yeah, Robert <laughs> Nelson's like 5'7", 145. We call him Little Country. Um, Roy Nelson <laughs> is the guy I was looking for.
0: <laughs> little Country's great. Oh,
1: so, uh, but Yeah. Uh, it, it, it's going to be, the, that fight's going to be fun. I mean, you also have Cannoneer versus Brunson.
0: Well, I was going to say, that's the basically that. the, yeah, that's the yeah. runner-up match. You're fighting the loser of the main event in four months, five months from now is basically what's going on here.
1: Huh? Well, I mean, or, I mean, the, the, that could be the next guy for the winner too, right? If there's not, if could it, be. the winner doesn't could win, be. It's and then, not a trilogy.
0: Yeah, well, listen. Right, let's say let's say Izzy wins. Um, you're right. It, it, you know, Cannoneer or Brunson obviously would have a chance if they put on a pr- impressive performance with the champ in the uh, in the building to get that fight next. Which puts Strickland, like Jared was just suggesting, in a situation where you fight uh, the loser, probably Whitaker, uh, with a chance that your next fight puts you in line for the title shot, assuming you win. Uh-huh. I like that. Yeah. I like that because I'll be honest, Kenemere or Brunson, Jared, to me, should be fighting for a title before Strickland.
3: Can we just make another division for all of these big guys that aren't really technically sound? Can the Lewis's and the Brunson's and the Blades and the, 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 where's the other over here? The uh, minus 220 on the other, and the guys are 250. Jared Vandera and Andre Orlovsky. Can we just throw all these guys in a vat and let them fight in another division? The big like the unskilled champion? Champion. So Triller? You
1: want them to sign
3: with Triller? (laughs) Triller? (laughs) Yeah, man. Oh,
0: man. I think if Uh, Cannoneer beats Brunson and Adesanya beats Whitaker, I think Cannoneer might be a better, a more desirable like title fight than I than I would say Strickland, yeah. uh, or really anybody else. Cannonier is one of the guys that Asani hasn't fought yet, so he hasn't had a chance to beat him. Okay, so I that'd be care. cool. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: But uh, it, it's it's interesting. I'm excited. Should be a fun night of fights. Pretty pretty, pretty stacked card. I'm excited. But uh, all right. That's going to do it for the fights in the show today. Thank you guys for watching. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you, Joe and Jared, for joining me today. Big shout out to Annie Mac Mortgage and JPEX Financial for sponsoring today's episode. Enjoy the fights, and we'll see you next week to talk more. Uh, Take care.
2: Throwing jabs, always full send Here we go again, Jared, Joe, and Jays Crest, top three corner man, Punching in, with a punch's chance we find a way to win The main event, lock it in Every Saturday at 10, the overhand is out of hand When it comes to fist cuffs Slide a hand on the undercard, you'll never see the punch Uppercut, got you missing weight step stepping late, keep your guard up feeling faint From a faint, take a standing aid Then retaliate, put up your duke, stick and move Bob and wave, don't lose hope against the ropes There's always an escape, never stay down One more round, bells ringing, counter punch with your chin tucked and go down swinging we in crosses with no worship hooks with no verses combinations with no locks when you feel the flurry it's curtains from scrub scraps to fight stats relax if you want the facts because the best combat podcast is throwing jabs
0: Hello, my name is Joe McGuire. I'm the president of Clovercrest Media Group. And here at CMG, we have a wide variety of podcasts, including sports shows like Keys to the City, The Roll Call, Throwing Jabs, All Four Downs, and Drawing About the g And great true crime shows like Sticky Meek, Crimes and Consequences, Ivy League Murders, and Bird, Murder, the Unsolved Murder of David Eichmann. You can find all these podcasts and so much more by visiting Clovercrestmedia.com.